that's a growler. Hello and welcome back to the Never Ending Minute, where we analyze, scrutinize, and agitated wives. The movie, The Never Ending Story. I'm Thomas Howith. I'm Judy Steele. And once again with us is Kathleen Mocklin. <laughs> Sorry, let me breathe. Thomas, that was a yeah. good one. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, man. Hey, That's everyone. Kathleen here. Glad to be here. Oh, Welcome man. Back. I have got the case of the giggles, let me tell you. So. That's okay. Kathleen and I are here to defend at the, at the agitated for a reason. Oh, I didn't but... say it wasn't justified. <laughs> oh, no, I know, but we're ready. <laughs> On minute 48 of the NeverEnding Story, which starts with a woman coming into view in this cave and ends with her retorting, I like that. To Atreyu's dismissal of pain. <laughs> so, this is Patricia Hayes. She's uh, another British actor born in 1909, just like Sydney Bromley, who's playing her husband here. Um, she didn't pass away until 1998. She was working way up there in those years. She has a ton of credit. She started acting in the 30s. So I am not going to read these out because oh, wow. we'd be here all night. Uh, she is most famous for this movie, Willow, and A Fish Called Wanda. Those are the ones that pop up on IMDb the oh, most. Oh, Willow! Her yeah. voice, to this day, still makes me think of Finn Rizal doing all her shape-shifting. Well, she apparently was very famous for that. Also, I pulled from IMDb, but, I mean, you'd find this anywhere you're looking her up. Uh, diminutive British comedy actress of stage, screen, and radio, well-known for her portrayals of Cockney characters. Often appeared as comic foil in BBC sketch shows and sitcoms on TV. She also received an OBE for services to drama. That was in 1988, so not long after this. And for many years, she headed the Catholic Actors Guild in England, which I thought was fascinating and I'm going to have to go read more about. She and Moses Gunn are giving me a lot of groups to research and find out more about with this movie. And she's kind of fantastic. (laughs) Who finds out? In this minute, you said, like, oh, it's so cute how they share space. They don't share space. He's at her table. Uh huh. Uh-huh. I love how she just goes right across him to get the cup she wants. She's just like, hey, you sat here. You knew this was going to happen. <laughs> you talked about her being diminutive, and she is five foot and one half inches tall. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she also, one of the other awards she wore, won was the BAFTA TV Awards for Best oh, yeah. Actress. Oh, does it say uh, which show she I went for? I did, but I just closed oh, my IMDb. sorry. <laughs> I have a talent for doing that to you. I don't mean to. Before she reaches across him, actually, we get one of my favorite things where we're watching this as an adult. Because, I mean, I loved these guys when I was a kid. Obviously, who doesn't? They're great. But now that I am an adult who's moved out and my only other sibling has also moved out, when I see these two like, shaking their heads at each other. All I can think of is, like, when you're home visiting your parents when they're empty nesters oh, in the my, first few years. Yes. And especially in the past couple years, my mother decided she's a vegetarian. And so, like, the look on his face is the same one my dad gets when she brings home a new, like, meat alternative product. Oh, my gosh. It's not quite as gross as what Urgel is doing in this minute. Like, nothing is wriggling or anything, but this just, like, this little shake of the head, and you know they're just thinking, like, why did everyone else move out? 
And did you ever did you ever notice how much more how much smaller your house feels when you go back to it? Oh, it's kind of like this, you know. Oh. oh, that's a good point. Like you're looking at and you're looking in, and you're grown up because a tray is like this taller taller person, and you're looking at everything's so tiny, and your parent the the two are I don't know. That's that's a good point. That's a very good point. <laughs> like you go home and like places you used to play hide and seek aren't so. Uh, <laughs> big anymore and you can't yeah. fit in there and then like you have some niece coming to visit or something and you're trying to hide in your the spot that you hit in and it's just not working out because your hips are too big now so it's, it's and this fine. perfectly fits too with my like you know he's at her table this is her spot she tells him to go back to his when you go back i the stereotype is that people do this with your childhood bedroom but in mine it's that like all of a sudden it's like oh this table is where this happens and I'm like when did you start you know, like a jigsaw puzzle suddenly is always spread out on the dining table because th- there's only ever two people eating so they don't need as much space. Or, like, my parents moved TVs so that all of a sudden what had been the living room wasn't where everyone went anymore. They had changed that room around. It's just... it's Yeah, they, they get so set in their ways. Like, this is my table, this is your table. This is yeah. where this happens, this is where this happens. But, yeah, I just love how she's like, hey, you chose to sit there. I'm getting that cup. She could have so easily gone around that little (laughs) tiny table, but she's like, nope, it's over there. I'm reaching for it. (laughs) Yeah, and... And we get the, the, the famous controversial line from Angie. Now, I'm unsure. Do they ever actually get named in the movie? Yes, it's very brief, and it's only once, but I believe that might be minute 49 if i'm not mistaken it's either this minute or minute 49 where they get named uh indy wook and ergle i don't know if i'm saying that correctly no it is this minute 48 is whenever it's indy wook and his wife ergle and i think it's at the very end towards the minute they introduce themselves uh but the controversy con the sorry but the controversy is that Engiwuk, not the most progressive feminist, calls uh, Urgol wench. Yeah. Kind and more than yeah, once. It didn't kind of make movie. me mad. It really PO'd me. Like, it just, oh, Tierney, you can, I'm, I usually curse at moments like this, but I'm doing <laughs> really well for you guys. I'm doing Excellent. really, I know. I, I, I saw the video before I came on. It's like, no yep. cursing. And I'm like, oh, geez, can I actually do this? It's okay. We have, we have a bleep for yes, but, people um, who don't make no, it. No, when he's like, get out of my light, you wench. You're disturbing my scientific work. It's like, well, one, use the word wench. Two, your scientific work to you is more important than your wife. What's up with that? No wonder there's this weird type of vibe going on in this small <laughs> little space. You I know? half expected her to respond with, I'm not a wench, I'm, I'm your wife. wife. <laughs> yeah, she should have said something like that. Oh, man. Yeah, she, that's because Carol Kane fights back oh, when she she's does. called that. Oh, she's like, you and your scientific work, and she's like, what the boy needs now is my potions, and this is where you find out, oh, well, maybe she's the one that healed him and bandaged him up. Mm -hmm. So while Ingiwook, I'm not going to get that right, while (laughs) Ingiwook is sitting there just looking at his dusty old books and writing stuff down, Urkel's doing stuff. She is a woman of action. She is healing people. 
you know, we, we find out later she not only heals Atreyu, but someone else of the fuzzy <laughs> variety. I mean, this woman is getting it done. She is, a, she is a potion maker, alchemist, doctor, like, getting it done, and not the theoretical type of scientist. No. Unfortunately, she did not study dentistry. Oh, my goodness. But you know what? Actually, everyone I've known who, because I have a friend who's in med school, and apparently the doctors versus dentists is a real rivalry. Oh, my parents. So it makes sense. Oh, I I grew up with two doctors as parents. It's a real thing. Yeah. I I remember bringing home a guy for, yeah, the Thanksgiving thing. So this is funny that ties in that weird behavior of parents around the holidays, the empty bird nest. And he was wanting to be a dentist, and they just started, like, past, like doing the, like, doctor thing. Like, oh, you mean, like, a fake doctor, right? And it's like, yep. oh, my God. Like, really? Like, come on. So Not to take us totally off the never-ending story, and I promise I will get back to it. There's an episode of The Mindy Project where she gets set up with a dentist who's, like, otherwise the perfect man, but she cannot get over it because she's a doctor. And she's just like, I can't do this. Oh, man. No, it's a real it thing. So... It's not just, like, a movie joke like yeah. or a TV joke, like, how hard it is to find an apartment in New York, which I'm sure is true, but I'm not from there, so I don't know. But it's actual, the, yeah. the doctor, medical doctor, it dentist is, thing. Yeah. It, is a, it is a stereotype based in fact. <laughs> oh, definitely, most definitely. Or a trope based in fact, I guess. So I was talking to my husband earlier, and I was like, there's a lot of similarities between this couple and the one in Princess Bride. Oh, yeah. Have fun storming the castle, you know, like, yeah, Billy Crystal, yeah. Or is it just such, again, a trope, stereotype, right. whatever it is, that they're pulling on the same mythical, mythological source? Yeah. For these for these types, but I did want because I mean, like I said in that movie, Carol Kane kind of fights back, and I wonder if Urgil is just like, I am too busy for your nonsense. Yes, like I am just going to focus on what I'm doing. And she doesn't work around him; she works through no, him. and yes. that's where there's a lot of banter back and forth in this minute, and really, what they're arguing about is who's going to deal with the boy first, and you know. She's like, oh, well, I need to get him well before he deals with your scientific work. And then Engiewood is like, no, he needs my science for something. And you're thinking maybe the quest? I don't know. But the thing is, Engiewood, look, mister, he's got to get well before he goes on the quest to learn about your scientific stuff. Because if he's sick and he's not well, then there's no point in him continuing. So she wins in my oh, book. Yeah. When did Atreyu get hurt on his arm? Uh, I mean, I would assume the Swamp of Sadness. Oh, man. I just had the worst thought. Was it when Falcor picked him up? Probably. No, he holds on to Falcor. Yeah. Okay, never if mind, it, never mind. If that's the reason, that's another, oh, Falcor, what are you doing? Yeah, no. Okay. I, I just realized he, like, reaches up both arms and clasps onto Falcor, so it can't be that, but th- I was a little worried for a second. <laughs> There's nothing to say it's a cut. Maybe he just strained his muscle by holding on to Falcor like that. Maybe so. And that's just a, a poultice to help with sore maybe muscles Maybe he has skin problems, too. Maybe Ooh. he just no. needs... No, ask Tierney. He has no skin problems. His skin he is perfect. He has no problems He does have perfect skin. <laughs> he really does. Uh, Angie Wook is going to redeem himself a little bit, at least in my eyes. Seconds 39 to 41 are his... Ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, yes. That was the the close-up, and he literally pops oh, up. Oh my he god. He literally pops up on screen with his one tooth. That's where so you get to see. Cute. 
Uh, the one tooth and his little round, you know, Ben Franklin glasses. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, well, oh. Just... <laughs> All right. Well, if you oh, guys man. are going to focus so much on his tooth, I have to stop us and take us back to give Urgle some some fair treatment here. If you go to second she also seven. She is suffering the dentistry. Well, no. If you go to second seven and see her right before she tastes her food, she's got one of the longest tongues I've ever seen in my life. Oh, <laughs> she's sticking uh, it out right oh. before she puts the worms into her mouth. <laughs> I happened to accidentally pause oh, on it. Yeah. I was like, "Oh my gosh!" <laughs> it's like a whole little flipbook of her eating the thing. <laughs> if you go and we know how much this movie loves its tongues. I was just God, about to say that. What is with the tongue action in this movie, and not in the traditional I sense? Never noticed it. Is it? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Rockbiter has a tongue thing going on too. Rockbiter, yeah. Falcor, and now Gamora. The Gamora. Oh, yeah. does as well. Yep. That's right. Oh, jeez. Oh, one thing I wanted to mention about Falcor. Maybe you all mentioned this already. Is that Alan Oppenheimer yes. does more than one voice in the movie? Did yeah. you already talk about that? Okay, yeah, he does mind. Rockbiter and Gamora. And Gamora. And the yeah. narrator. <laughs> yeah, he was I busy. was like. Every time I was just like, that voice, I swear I've heard it before. And it was in the same movie <laughs> three other times. So I like this, this little like competition between, um, magic and healing and science. That was one of my notes. I'm glad that you brought that up. And I feel like that's always been like kind of a fight throughout the ages is like magic versus science. And they're kind of one and the same. I feel or like even nature that- versus science. Like, yes, no, nature versus science. Because she seems yeah. like she's a very holistic healer mm-hmm. with her bat wing soup. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. I know, we'll, I know. We'll get there. We'll get there. I know, I know. Uh, yeah. I love that she calls Atreyu little man. Oh, he's I'm bigger so right. than both of them. I, I was like, you were talking about dad jokes, and I was like, man, that was the one dad joke that I caught in like this whole five minute like type thing. So as she's looking up at him, little man. <laughs> Oh, man. Age before size, I guess, yeah. 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 Well, and he's chuckling the whole time. Oh, I'm sure. He's clearly not, like, in pain. Could you imagine seeing this in person? This would be fantastic. Oh, that's what he's doing. He's just sitting back, hanging out, watching, like, these two little gnomes just, like, bickering and just, oh, my God, who are these people, you know? But I mean, I feel like they do a couple of, like, show, like, Atreyu's face, like, kind of chuckling at the sight that he's seeing, too. Yeah, he's enjoying himself. Oh, definitely, for sure. You can see a little bit at second 47, 46, 47, you can see a little bit more of Wook's obsession with the the Sphinxes because he's got another big drawing of their wings behind him. Oh. For some reason, I thought that was like the shadow from his ears, but that (laughs) doesn't work because he moves and it doesn't. So (laughs) never mind. (laughs) At least I assume that's what it is. It looks very shaped, like very much shaped like the wings are in his drawing. I'll I'll go for it. Uh, I don't have a better explanation and that, that would make sense. We're going to find out that it's his, I like how yeah, I like how even when they're fighting though they're not scared to be you can tell they love each other like yes. in second like 4950 she's right up on him talking to him they're almost kissing and yeah. you can see the they're, affection there when they're talking they're an old married couple yeah and then you get a fantastic shot of Noah's smile <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Go ahead, second Tierney. Hit, hit second fifty-two. You'll smile. Oh, I've yeah. already smiled. It's so cute. Yeah. It's <clears throat> there were so many moments in Neverending Story that there were close-ups of uh, Atreyu, and I'm assuming Noah is his actual name. I just yes, know Noah him Hathaway. Atreyu. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But there were definitely like close-up shots of his perfect poreless skin, and uh, there were moments as a kid I was just swooning. I would just swoon every time they did a close-up of him. Here, right at the end of the minute, we get a great shot with both of them in the screen, and this is that famous thing that Wolfgang's famous for now in this movie, where the blue screen is actually something he shot of one actor, and then he'll put another actor in front of that blue screen with them at a size difference. He did it back in the forest with the little mini people and the rock biter, and he's doing it again, doing it again here with uh, Atreyu and Urgle. Yeah, and then uh, Urgle asks Atreyu, after the hilarious joke of little man, addressing his <laughs> little man, asks if he's still in pain, and Atreyu says, a little, but it's all right. Just like, I'm cool. <laughs> it's, it's whatever. I was just, I almost died in the swamp of sadness, but you know, I had a good luck dragon that turned so out to fine. not be creepy. So everything's fine. It's fine. <laughs> he blinks weird, but it's okay. He's cool. He's cool. <laughs> I so. would have loved it if he had included all this. Can, like, can you check out yeah. that blink for him, please? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like he just like kind of ducks down and like brings him in closer. He's like, hey, can y'all fix his dry eye and his eczema? <laughs> I mean, I see all this stuff in there and you've got to have something is, for that. Is that Maybe... contagious? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That would be a. Uh, That would be really hilarious. (laughs) And then she ends the scene with, I like that. Uh, That's my terrible cogni, which is not even Uh. cogni. And then you're like, oh, gosh, this is another scene. Like, what is she going to say? The sentence was not finished. (sighs) This is driving me crazy. Well, we'll find out what she's going to continue to say. But are you ready? (laughs) Hey, you want to do it? I'm good. We've covered all my notes, so... (laughs) All right. Well, there's plenty more to look forward to tomorrow. Are you going to be able to join us again, Kathleen? Uh, yeah. Awesome. <laughs> yes, I'll, do- I'll definitely do it. <laughs> well, we'll get to figure out what the rest of the stuff is that she's saying, but that's, that's another, another story. story. That shall be told another time. <laughs> All right. See you guys tomorrow. All right. See you. Wow, something is really different. I'm a growler. I'm keeping your bones.